Welcome to This Week in Anderson High School Sports here on ESP Media Powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Chris Newton and Zach McCormick, the men who run the show at Anderson. Boys, how are we? Doing great. Fantastic. Good. Doing let's, great. Good. Let's, let's get right into it. We were talking just before we came on here about a, a really good week you had this past week, and let's start off with your football team. Uh, we, we knew coming in this week and really all season long, they're going to score points in droves. Jackson Kuhn continues to lead the league in passing yards by a country mile, but you shut out West Claremont this past week, 42-0. You get the win there to go to 3-1. and one. And We had talked a couple of weeks ago about really the disappointment in giving up 70 to Kings. Now they turn it around and shut out uh, West Claremont. How excited were you to see the defense finally get going in that direction and start to catch up with how good your offense has been? Well, it was, I mean, uh, excited uh, beyond words, that's for sure. I mean, we, we were so – uh, happy and, and and proud of those kids um, and coaches, um, you know. And and it's been a, it's been an interesting year, as as you said. You know, we're going to score points. There's no doubt about that. We gave up 40 points in our first game, and um, you know it that kind of got masked because we won. We scored 50, mm-hmm. um, and that can happen. And then um, you know, in the end, maybe giving up 70 was the best thing that could have happened to our to our football team. Because um, th- you could you you could really see a different demeanor in them uh, when we played Lebanon last week, and you could see uh, we we were running to the ball a heck of a lot better, tackling better, and then um, and then this week was just an outstanding week, and and again it gave our chance it gave our coaches a chance to go back to some basics and work on some things that um, that we needed to improve on, and and Nick Ayers is a great coach at. At West Claremont, and I got to tell you, to shut out them because they've played some good football yeah. here, and, and to shut them out is, is a tremendous feat. Um, our defensive line, uh, Cole Hinkle, James Osowski, they played incredibly well. And I, I want to say um, Casey O'Toole might have made 107 tackles. <laughs> he, um, I had people that were hanging out over in the town center Friday night that heard the uh, loudspeaker and thought Casey O'Toole was the only one playing defense. That's, that's the only name they heard all night long. Tackle by O'Toole, tackle by O'Toole, tackle by O'Toole. Um, and, and so I think his leadership really came forward on Friday night and uh, just super proud of those kids. Yeah, big one there, no doubt. Uh, Zach, let me talk a little bit about uh, something Newt just brought up a moment ago. You know, you're a you're a former athlete. You're a you're a Bartels Road Hall of Famer. When you uh, we saw as Newt talked about, sometimes maybe it's a good thing to get punched in the mouth like you did, giving up seventy to Kings, and then you turn around from there. Did is that something you saw as well? That maybe you know you take that one on the chin, but in the long run, it turns out to be a good thing because you put so much more focus and intensity and all those types of things into the little details? Yeah, absolutely. I think every team um, throughout a season always has one kind of point in the year where they either get smacked in the mouth or they something all kind of gets together and they get it rolling. And it, for us, it happened to be giving up 70 points. And, and I'm sure our defense everywhere, listening to the radio on the way back from the game, 1530, everybody's talking about how good Anderson's offense is, but how we're really, our defense struggles a little bit. So it helps them play with the chip on their shoulder. And I'm just, I'm incredibly proud of how they bounce back. Cause I mean, West Claremont's no, they're no slept rocks out there either. They're, they're a good football team. So it was awesome to see 
our guys be able to stop the run, come up and fill the holes. And yeah, like I said, or like Newt said, Casey O'Toole, I mean, he's he had the plays with a chip on his shoulder anyways. And then I think giving up 70 points, he was like, yeah, we're not going to do that again. So it was good to see our guys bounce back. And I'm super proud of the way that they handled getting 70 put on. And then now how shutting out them, it's it, it's good to see them bounce back. For sure. Yeah, really impressive turnaround, especially just within a couple of weeks' time. Let's move on to uh, soccer. Let's talk about the boys first, sitting in a three-way tie atop the league with Loveland and Kings. So it looks like maybe just you three deciding the league title. Still a long way to go, but again, you three have kind of separated yourselves at the moment. You get Kings tomorrow. Big match here to try and, you know, put them behind you in the standings. I need a full breakdown. What can we expect? What's it going to take for you to put Kings behind you in the standings, knowing that the Loveland match is waiting in a couple of weeks? Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, Sam, uh, Sam Miller, Mike Slemons, Isaiah Chapman, our, our coaches are really good about um, and stressing with the kids. Listen, here's where we want to go, but here's where we are right now. They, they're always in the now. And so they know um, – the league will take care of itself, but we're going to play one game at a time. And they're, they're really good at focusing in on that. Um, I got to tell you, Tuesday night when we played Milford, um, that was a great, great soccer game. Both teams um, were, were very uh, physical. A, a ton of skill was in the game as well. And we, and we came out on top of that. And then a, a good win um, uh, Thursday night at Little Miami. And then the boys played incredibly well um, uh, Saturday night to get a 2-2 tie. So they, they are going in the right direction. And remember, this is coming after a very difficult uh, uh, um, loss that we suffered to Bartels Road. Kids could have hung their heads. I mean, they felt like they played very well. They just didn't get a result. And, um, again, we got some great leadership in there with, uh, with, with Owen, Brandel, uh, Owen Brandon and, and Jack Nobles and um, – and Ryan Sullivan made some incredible saves uh, in the goal this past week. So uh, we're in the right direction. And, and our coaches are, are, like I said, are tremendous about staying focused on this is what we got. You know, we'll play one game at a time. And then at the end of the year, we'll see what happens. Zach, over on the girls' side, they're, they're tied for first as well. They're, they're right there with Loveland at 3-0-1 uh, in the league. They're headed to Kings on the road this coming week. Kings is 2-0-2 in the league. So, again, they're right there knocking on the door of that first-place tie. So, you know, both teams playing very, very well thus far early in the conference season. Do you get the sense when that is the case that these teams feed off of one another? Maybe they're, the girls will look at the boys and say, hey, the boys got to win. We need to go out there and do the same thing uh, as well. Yeah, I think that's, that's something that's super special about Anderson High School, just the – camaraderie that all the kids have and kind of how they all cheer for each other. And I know this year is tougher than ever because, I mean, last year they were able to go to everybody's games, go to each other's games and cheer and support. And, and this year, I mean, they really get to see through Twitter. And then NFHS, we have these new awesome cameras that we can stream the games. Um, but I definitely think that that is something that they see and they look at because, I mean, you always want to win, but when – when the other team, when when our boys' side or when our girls' side is rolling, I mean, I definitely think that they want to they want to piggyback off that. I mean, we had a phenomenal week last week. I mean, and the girls had three wins last week, and Maddie Long, I mean, really came on last week. Uh, Kate Dorco just continues to, I mean, just burn the nets down. I she mean, just does what she does, right? 
She does. And, and Coach Boyd, we were talking to him the other day, and he said that she just has an extra gear. And she is fun to watch. And my favorite thing about Kate is she just plays so hard all the time. You can see the exhaustion level on her face, but you can never tell from her effort. It mm-hmm. never stops. So it's awesome. And then tomorrow's uh, going to be an interesting and awesome day for, for Newt because Caitlin Calder is uh, the head coach over there at Kings, and, and they really have it rolling right now. They're playing extremely well, which I do love the Kings soccer team because Caitlin Newton. But Fine. tomorrow I hope, I hope they score a million goals and we score a million and one. <laughs> Is, okay, okay, so then I, I always like to do this with you guys because I know you guys take it some really good fun. Is this going to be an Anderson sweep of Kings? Boys, boys I, and girls? I will, I, will tell you, I will tell you this. You know, I Are don't you going to play the middle? Are you going to play uh, the middle, Newt? No, 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 no. I will tell you this. Um, our girls soccer team um, got into the OHSA record books on Saturday night. We had our – I mean, this is unbelievable. I, you know, we gave up a couple goals to uh, – to um, Seton on mm-hmm. game one. We gave up one goal to Mountain Notre Dame in game two, and we just recorded our eighth straight shutout. Wow. Um, and so that made that made the OHSA record books. Um, the lowest one is eight. So I can't remember. I want to say the highest one was 15. Um, so that, I mean, what an incredible test. Now remember, Jace, we, three of our defenders from last year's team are playing division one college soccer right now. Yeah. yeah. So, and we've replaced those three with uh, a sophomore, Claire Larman, a, um, a junior, Aubrey Leonard, um, a, a senior, Catherine Dorsey, who's, who's phenomenal. And then um, freshman Jordan Williams and sophomore uh, Maddie Long. I mean, so these aren't, you know, these kids have come in and have just done an incredible job yeah. and everybody, you know, at the beginning of the year, I don't think we gave up three goals all year last year and we gave up three in our first game and everybody's like, Oh, the sky has fallen. The sky has fallen. And Andy Boyd went right to work and those kids here, here's the thing, Jason, it goes back to our defense. Yeah. Football is, is, you know, we, we really talk a lot about pride here, pride about, you know, the, the product that we put out and the pride that we have in ourselves. And those kids have a tremendous amount of pride in themselves and they're not going to, they weren't going to let that happen uh, continue to happen. So just super proud of their effort. And as you should be, they've played, they've played very, very well. Uh, Zach, we're picking up two wins, right? I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about your tennis team. Uh, They've got a, they got the ECC championships coming up uh, tomorrow. You're t- tied in a regular season with Bartels Road, but you did beat them head to head three two a while back. So you've got the tie break there. Uh, we we know what Allie Daly's going to do. She's still undefeated. She's eighteen and zero for fans out there who did, haven't seen the results in this past week. So no worries, she's still steamrolling through everybody. <laughs> but I want to talk about the rest of the girls heading into this ECC tournament. They know they've got you know the best player in the league in the bank, you know, chalk up a W when Allie Daly's uh, on the court. Did that, does that give them an extra shot of confidence knowing that they've got her not only in the bank, but they also see her working every day and they know that they have the ability to match her level of play too? Oh, yeah, without a doubt, you know. And, and these aren't um, any rookies, to, you know, Lily Ryle uh, and Andrea Mir-Turan. They both are, are, are singles team. 
they're both juniors and they've been starters since they were freshman year and and they've worked really hard to get where they are and they're having they're having incredible years as well where where we've really come on um is our doubles teams and um you know there's kate rothfuss um lisette morales um kennedy cold iron um and I, I know um shoot off the top of my head i can't remember them all there's but there's there is six of them that play in those four spots. Ava Moran, Addie uh, Dimling. Addie Dimling is a great example of a kid who's been a soccer player, and she decided just to play tennis. And heck, I, you know, Brent Johnson, our head coach, couldn't rave about her enough. Um, Alyssa Infante, I believe that's all six of them. And, and what he has done what Brent has done all year is kind of rotate those six girls to find which four are going to play best together. And, um, and we really feel like right now um, they're in a position where they can go and they, every single one of our teams can challenge to be an ECC champion, excuse me, on Tuesday night. Exactly. Is this, do they feel if they, bring their their A games to this tournament that they'll bring the title home? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> they definitely know that they know that they can play as well as they can, that they'll definitely be able to put themselves in a good position to win. Um, but Brent Johnson does an incredible job with getting those girls ready and prepared. And one of my favorite things that Brent does is he, he instills confidence in the girls. Yep. Um, so – they, they shouldn't lack confidence out there. And they're, I mean, they're just incredible kids, too. So they are doing all the right things all the time. Thank you, please. And I, there's no doubt that when they hit that line or hit those lines, though, that that's going to go out the window, hopefully, and, and we'll, we'll take care of business. Let's move on to the links and let's start with the boys. They've got the ECC tournament uh, coming up. Uh, they're out at Grizzly. You know, Loveland and, and Bartels, they've kind of been at the top of the league all year long. That's not to say you got you, you haven't had golfers that have played well uh, as well. Uh, Zach, let me go to you. First of all, are you going to be at this tournament, and will you be walking? And then do you get a sense that the players feel like they, they despite how well Loveland and Bartels have been playing, that they have a shot at this? Um, let's say that I'll be running this time. How about that? I won't even get a card out. I'll just, I'll just run from ball Daddy. to ball. Excuse me, but Patty just fell out of her chair. She's laughing so hard. <laughs> that's, no, fair, our, that's fair punishment for being on the cart, though. Yeah. <laughs> our golf kids, are they're, they're awesome. I mean, we have a pretty much a six-headed monster. I mean, we have Jackson. I mean, Jackson and Coleman Miller who are – I mean, we talk about them week in and week out. Just the mm -hmm. amount of time and they put into this game and the commitment from their parents – to haul them all over the place and, and give them all the tools to be successful is awesome. And then Jake Parrish is coming along and, and playing some really good golf along with Charlie Crider. So I'm really looking forward to, to them getting out there and hopefully tearing the Grizzly apart. We'll see. Definitely see how that happens. And uh, again, you're gonna have to post like a selfie or something on social media just to prove that you're out on the course or a video that you're running or something just so <laughs> Just so we all know for for sure, there. Uh, Newt, uh, Newt, uh, the girls uh, were in the ECC championships this past week. They finished fourth uh, in that tournament. There, how did that performance compare with what the coaches thought they would see 
uh, in that tournament? And uh, how are they using it as kind of a springboard into the final stretch of the season? Uh, Coach Hausberger was very uh, – he was happy uh, with their performance. You know, and there's always – I think we were five shots um, out of third place. And, you know, when you look back, you can, you can very easily find those five shots. Um, um, and, and so from one aspect, it was, it was a little uh, disappointing in that, oh, my gosh, we couldn't make that push for third. <clears throat> but he was very happy. I, I know this. Um, I was thrilled out there watching our girls because each one of our girls uh, improved um, from, the, from the start to this. I, and I can't remember. I think Linda Taylor uh, improved by double-digit strokes. Melissa Fickus, double-digit strokes. Megan Bryan's always going to be there. You know, she's, she's the leader of that squad, and, and she does a tremendous job. But, um, but they all stepped up and improved from the beginning of the year. And it's, and it's neat, Jace, because the beginning of the year you play uh, your pre-EC uh, season tournament, Mm-hmm. And it's at the same place as the post. And so you really can evaluate, uh, have you improved throughout the year? And each one of our girls did. And, and that's all we can ask for. Um, so now they're ready to go. They've got a couple of little things before sectionals. I know we have Queen of the Hill uh, coming up here. Um, and they're excited for that. And, and uh, we're excited to watch them compete and see what can happen in the sectionals. Lastly, before I let you guys go, we're, we're kind of, you know, some of, the, some, some of our sports are at the midway point of the season. Others, like golf, are maybe turning the page towards the final stretch uh, of the season. When, in talking to and maybe just feeling the vibe around the school right now, are, are we still in a mode of we're just excited to have sports, or are we finally feeling some sense of normalcy again that we're back to the grind, we're back to into the swing of things, I guess I should say, you know, like we would normally have where you're in the middle of a season, you've got practice, then you've got a match or a game and so on and so forth. Have we made that turn yet? Or or is everybody just still so happy just to have athletic events that they're just still riding that high? Well, that's a great question, Jace, because, um, you know, it's kind of like a two headed monster. In in my opinion, um, there's no doubt that we're finishing this season. I I am 100% confident that, that we're doing the right things. Um, around the city of Cincinnati and, and kids are doing the right things and coaches are doing the right things. And we're, we're going to make sure we play the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. What that also brings sometimes with, with human nature is to get comfortable and relax. Yeah. And, and, and in this world, if you're relaxed and you're satisfied on things, then it, you're going to get bit. And, and so um, I can tell you this, I know exactly what I'm doing today uh, I'm sending an email to our parents and I'm going to send an email to our coaches uh, to let them know how proud I am of where we are. But I also want them to understand that we have to really buckle down and even go harder now. Um, and, and, and sometimes, you know, when kids were wearing masks, sometimes it's easier now to, uh, to not wear your mask yeah. um, because you get comfortable in where you are. And we've got to make sure, um, we're going to go the distance in this. I mean, my hopes are we're playing uh, well into November and, and most of our sports. Yep. And if we're going to do that, we have to do the same thing in, in October, in the September and through October and November that we did in August. And, and sometimes we all need little reminders and that's myself included. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, uh, in my opinion, we're going to go there. There's no doubt about that, but we all need to be, reminded that 
the reason why we're here is because the little tiny things we've done and we need to continue to do those little tiny things. Zach, where does it stand from your perspective? I mean, can't say it much better than that, but right now, I mean, the way that I look at it is we're full head of steam and we're going to get this thing done. I mean, we're all happy that I think we made it this far, but this is new said, I mean, we can't be satisfied and we can't let our guard down. Um, we got to continue to do all the right things to make sure that we do finish this because we always say the most important thing is our, that our kids are playing. The second most important thing is that the parents are able to watch their kids play. Yeah. And we want that to continue to happen um, all the way through November, like Moose said. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely excited about coming up still and that we're in this position that we're in, but we still have to buckle down and make sure that we're doing all the right things to continue to make that happen. And just as importantly for everybody in, around Anderson Sports all, uh, during this time, now that we have sports, we get to do this. We get to have this show here. Yeah. And, and that, that's right up there at the top with everything else. I mean, at least in my humble opinion, but no, that's right it. there on, near the top with, with uh, everything. Uh, Chris, Zach, great catching up again, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it again next week and brag on some other things that you've want, done, ECC title, first places, all that kind of stuff. What do you say? That sounds great. Can I brag on one more group, Jace? Why not? I'd like to brag on our cross-country team. Yeah. Who was incredible on Saturday morning. And they've been running in, the, like, the Sahara Desert, the heat, <laughs> all year long. They finally got some weather that was conducive to running. Every single one of our boys' varsity, uh, varsity team members set personal best. Mm. Every single one. And then um, a number of our JV kids did as well. On our girls' side, uh, most of them set personal best in varsity and a number of them on the JV side. But we had five kids get on the honor roll, the all-time honor roll on Saturday morning. Um, Ian Loudon, Alex Kolowak, and um, um, Sam Mizukawa from the boys, and Trudy Schellenberger, <coughs> Schellenberger, and freshman, Audrey Baker, okay? Freshman. Now, you remember that name, Jace, four years yep. from now? Um, four years from now, you'll hear that young lady's name again and again and again and again. But um, we're super proud of those kids as well. And uh, so five of them made the all-time honor roll. That's a really good way to finish out the show here. Uh, Zach, take, take some notes for when you're running uh, out there on the golf course. You could probably learn a thing or two from, from all those student athletes. Uh, will he learn some lessons? We'll find out next week. Chris, Zach, thanks for your time. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Jace. Jay. Appreciate That's it as always. That is Chris Newton. Zach McCormick joining us here for this week in Anderson High School Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.